Uh, have you ever owned a crypto asset? Uh, a crypto asset could be something like an NFT. Uh, I think when most people think of crypto, they think of something more like Bitcoin. I personally have never owned a crypto asset. I never have at this point. I really have zero interest in doing it, but I know other people who feel uh, very differently. Uh, maybe it's going to change one day, but one of my reservations right now is it's kind of, you know, the Wild West out there. How many stories have there been about scams that we've seen? A lot have even even happened in this country. So I ask this because the Toronto Metropolitan University has found about 3 million Canadians. That works out to about 1 in 10 16 years and older, have owned a crypto asset such as uh, Bitcoin, Ether, or NFT. Of that group, so of that 3 million, one in three crypto owners have reported at least one experience of fraud, scam, or criminal victimization. Talk about this, we're joined by Andre Cote, author of this report. I appreciate the time today. Hi, Devin. Nice to be here with you. appreciate you joining us. Uh, what made you want to look into this? Well, so we, we at the university uh, do a lot of work on uh, tech policy, on cybersecurity, so looking into things like uh, digital privacy, uh, like online harms and social media. And so we, we've just been very fascinated with this whole crypto space over the past couple of years where, um, you know, on the one hand, up until early last year, we saw this, uh, this massive and kind of crazy um, surge in, in the space, tons of interest, huge investments, um, assets uh, sort of shooting up. And then last year, we saw this big, big collapse, um, you know, what's been called the sort of crypto winter over the last year or so. And throughout it all, as you said, there were all these stories popping up around, um, uh, you know, these these scams and frauds, uh, stories about bad behavior by crypto exchanges and other companies in this space. And so, you know, while most of the, the lens on this has really been on crypto as uh, as financial assets and through kind of a, you know, a financial policy lens, we wanted to apply a, a cybersecurity lens and try and understand uh, the issues uh, more so that way. I gave you know some of the, the numbers off the top, but what did you find? Well, so I, as you said, um, you know one one piece of the work we did was um, uh, a national survey where we wanted to understand, firstly, to some extent, who um, you know how many Canadians uh, are actual investors or users of crypto. But also, what have their experiences been? What are some of their perceptions? And so, you kind of gave the, um, uh, you know, sort of a headline finding that we found that about one in ten Canadians, uh, around three million people, have owned a crypto asset. Um, a large, a larger share of those self-reported crypto owners are men. Uh, they're younger. They're university educated. They're higher income, but not not exclusively. Uh, and I think that tracks in some level to uh, to, to some of the perceptions. Um, in terms of the profile, there were some other really interesting findings. I think, you know, crypto in some ways over the last year or so in Canada, um, you know, it's been linked to things like the truckers' convoy protests, um, sort of this perception that it's um, maybe more of a right-wing phenomenon. We really actually didn't find that. Uh, we found that owners of crypto reported very similar views to the overall population uh, in terms of their uh, political orientation or ideology. Uh, and similar with their their sort of relationship to misinformation, there was really no no difference uh, in terms of uh, crypto asset owners and, and other Canadians. Um, but the big one was really around the harms experienced. So of of those Canadians who've uh, who reported owning crypto assets, 
fully one in three reported experiencing um, at least one instance of a crypto fraud or scam. Um, and this was higher amongst uh, lower income and less educated folks. And so these are things like, um, you know, uh, encountering fraudulent crypto investment advisors, uh, the artificial inflation of assets through misinformation, uh, or being uh, targeted for, for scams where people were trying to gain access to their crypto wallets. That would suggest to me that maybe regulation is needed, but I know just generally in terms of crypto, I don't know if people who are in it want that necessarily. Well, I think that, you know, that's been one of the really interesting phenomenons here where, um, you know, crypto emerged with, with Bitcoin about 15 years ago now, and it really came in the wake of the financial crisis. And, um, you know, to a large extent, it was meant to be an alternative to the traditional uh, financial system. Um, it was, you know, it's built on this blockchain technology, which is a really key piece of this. And um, the whole idea was it was supposed to offer this, this sort of decentralized, um, this decentralized network that's uh, governed and powered by users um, that offers greater degrees of transparency. Um, and also, you know, I think through a slightly more sort of libertarian or, or, or um, sort of you know, the lens that uh, it shouldn't really be regulated to the extent that the rest of uh, financial services are. And so I think the big problem was, as we saw this massive surge of, of interest and investment over the past few years, um, it was just ripe for, for bad actors in this space to uh, to target people in, in the wide variety of ways that we uh, we, we found through this, uh, this report. Just finally, uh, what do you hope people take from this report? Well, I think, you know, as, as our, our title suggests, uh, it can be a, a risky business. Um, uh, I think, you know, the, the financial scams and frauds are extremely common and uh, consumers have little protection from malicious actors online uh, or even from other types of cyber threats in this space that um, target vulnerabilities in the actual blockchain trading technology. And that's even beyond, you know, the huge volatility we've seen with, with crypto assets uh, that can obviously hurt, hurt investors. Um, but that being said, you know, I, I do think um, Canadian financial regulators have, have stepped up and um, have required the, the regulation of these crypto trading platforms. So I think we're, we're moving to a better place. But, but as you led with, um, we're really coming out of the Wild West. And uh, there's not only this sort of financial regulatory side of things. Um, but we really have to look at this through a, a cybersecurity lens as well. Um, people are facing vulnerabilities here um, that they are um, in other aspects of their life with, with phishing attacks and with, with all sorts of those other things. So how do we sort of blend those two discussions? It's a really interesting uh, report. Andre, appreciate the time uh, today. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Thanks for having me. That's uh, Andre Cote, author of uh, this report looking at uh, the number of Canadians who are involved in crypto and just how uh, risky it can be. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, there's an explosion! Oh my God, the ship is sinking! I can't get out! There's water everywhere! We're going down! I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry! Hurry! Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela B